podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Luciani, and what a week it's been. We've just completed our first global user conference in Miami. It was exciting to see and connect with folks from all around the world. Putting real faces to Twitter avatars is always fun and challenging. Let me start by saying thank you to you for attending and sharing this experience with us. It's my hope that we've enabled you for a new era in enterprise computing. Thank you also to our sponsors and speakers for joining us. You folks really made a difference. I encourage you to check out our social channels for resources from the conference and hope to see you there next year at the Win in Las Vegas 2016. I thought we'd do something slightly different in this podcast. Andrew Mills and I went around and interviewed attendees to get a sense of what they thought about .next. And here are their replies. Miami Beach, Nutanix.next 2015. How are you liking the conference so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. A pretty impressive turnout for a first conference, to be honest. Probably the biggest thing I've enjoyed is where Nutanix has taken a pretty big leap. I think a lot of people look them at them as just hyper-converged infrastructure, more of a little appliance. And I've really seen them take a big leap out and say, nope, we're more than that. We're creating and have our own hypervisor with KVM, which is interesting. I think one of the other sleeper things that not everybody quite picked up on is the relationship with Microsoft. The relationship's there, but the potential future relationship with Microsoft, what Microsoft can do with hybrid cloud, Nutanix delivers with the infrastructure, pretty darn interesting. Uh, .next, um, first of all, the venue you choose, and um, it's the first global event for Nutanix user conference, so uh, really um, outstanding job, and uh, you know, like everything is set up smooth, registrations, been to so many conferences, a lot of knowledge transfer, meeting interesting people, and mingle with um, a lot of smart people from Nutanix, like everybody's on the floor, the C-level, the, the engineers, and uh, a lot of things going on. Really I'm really enjoying the conference. It's really exciting, a lot of positive feedback. We had record numbers. It's exciting to see. Record numbers, a lot, a lot of customers here, a lot of people here really enjoying the event. It's been good. I mean, it's definitely uh, really amazing to see, having been here. You know, when we were 40 people and then seeing this today, I mean, it's been, it's been amazing. So, yeah, definitely a lot of very good stuff going on. Uh, it's been great so far. Really enjoying the experience. Uh, awesome kickoff for your inaugural conference. Did you attend a breakout session today? I did. I attended about three of them. And I got a lot of information and learned a lot of new stuff. Yeah, so I actually was fortunate enough to actually moderate a panel of what's next in Hyperconverged. And that one was fantastic. I had a great panel members up there from end users, from partners of Nutanix, and really were able to talk about this whole, the whole story around Hyperconverge, where it's been successful, and where it's going. Yeah, actually, um, I was in a panel in a session, um, an unconference session. So we were talking about what's next for Hyperconvergence. So we had very, very great audience um, participation in that. So we were talking about what we see is going to happen next with Hyperconvergence and the way the industry is going talking about our industries, everything like that. Yeah, it was fantastic. You heard the term invisible infrastructure today. So what is your definition of invisible infrastructure? What infrastructure? Ha ha ha. Yeah, so invisible IT to me is, you know, when they're talking about it in the keynote, is, is, is just, it's gone from the mind, right? Not having to worry about it. You know, being able to focus on what matters uh, to the end user uh, from an IT or consultant perspective is making sure that that experience, whether it's, you know, virtual desktops or whatever business service I'm delivering is exceptional to the end user, not having to worry about all the, the black magic that goes on behind it. And it's all, it's all sort of taken care of. I mean, that, that to me is what, what that means. So. Invisible infrastructure, meaning uh, let the infrastructure run and I go play golf. That's what we do in Miami. <laughs> 
Uh, invisible infrastructure to me is uh, reducing operational costs so our administrators can spend more time managing applications, you know, spending more time doing stuff for the business and things like that, you know, having fun. With this new cutting edge, I guess the invisible infrastructure is going to be the new platform that, you know, things can get done and bridged where we don't have to necessarily have the keys in place that we had to before where somebody had to be on the back end and, and running things and there's a lot more automation and so it's a lot. It's a lot. We're looking forward to you know seeing what the new technologies are that can branch from this. What does invisible infrastructure mean to you? Well I think invisible infrastructure is it, it's there. It works. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah we've been talking about that for a while and it's ultimately it doesn't matter, right? And it's what happens is when a company transitions to the application, when they can think workloads and application, that infrastructure doesn't matter. So disaster recovery, backup, restore, security, all those things are really taking care of something that can scale up and down and something that I don't have to worry about anymore as an IT admin. I can kind of set it and forget it, put it on cruise control, hit the autopilot, and I'm good to go. What breakout session did you attend and what was your number one takeaway? So uh, I attended a bunch of sessions, but uh, one I liked a lot was a VDI session. It was basically uh, real-world best practices from a VDI perspective on how to size, size Nutanix on VDI, and they really went into a lot of, it went beyond just Nutanix, and went into talking about user experience and using specific tools to help size the environment, talked about the Nutanix sizer, and then talked about you know, different industry agnostic tools from a VMware, Citrix perspective, talked about MCS versus PVS, things like that. So it was a really good interactive session. Really, my background's end-user computing, so I enjoyed that a lot. I did. I attended the um, strategy breakout, which was based upon negotiation that was conducted by the Harvard Business Review professor. I thought it was a great session, very informative, really helped me um, think through some of the ways that I currently negotiate with my partners and maybe um, ways that I could use some of those tactics as I work with Nutanix. We gave the architecture deep dive session, and I think one of the key things is just about the transparency. I think transparency is a very big thing for them. I would say the most important um, session I attended today was uh, the breakout session with uh, Deepak about negotiations, talking about uh, JFK and the Cuban Grissom uh, missile crisis, so it was really cool. I just got back from the Microsoft Exchange uh, Best Practices for Nutanix Deployment. Uh, excellent session, really great data on actually running uh, Exchange within the Nutanix infrastructure. Uh, versus Microsoft best practices and one of the big things I took away outside of getting around all the FUD uh, that's out there about running on physical hardware versus virtualized platforms is the fact that now with Acropolis there's hypervisor choice which is really big and the compression that we're actually getting out of the Nutanix subsystem and the solution set to actually bring uh, larger per mailbox ratios in for the user community is going to be great. So uh, Will Fulmer with Helion, um, best breakout session of the day it's going to be a toss-up between Stephen Poitras is uh, talking about the Nutanix Bible and Nutanix Deep Dive, and then um, a VDI session earlier uh, with Keith Bagerman and uh, Dwayne Lesnar. It was really great, really technical, a lot of good questions, a lot of good people in the audience, and uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, Dwayne was really given a lot of key pointers on how to, how to size for VDI, how not to oversubscribe CPU and memory, and, and really put together a good solution and, and maximize potential on Nutanix. And, I think everybody in the audience really appreciated the great talent that was there, and it was, it was an awesome session. Uh, so I went to uh, Stephen Poitras talking about uh, building out uh, sort of a hybrid cloud infrastructure with um, 
uh, with Azure. Uh, and what I took away from that is just the ever-growing relationship between Microsoft and Nutanix and the amount of effort you're putting into that relationship. Um, it's certainly something that I think we're going to be able to take to our customers and we're going to be putting a lot of, a lot of investment into as well. My most recent one was the uh, session on migrating database workloads to Nutanix, uh, which is actually very relevant to our business at the moment. Uh, as we're looking to uh, do that, we've already done some of that, but we're looking to migrate all of our databases eventually to Nutanix. Um, super helpful. Michael Webster uh, is just totally a boss when it comes to that subject matter. So it was a really great technical session uh, and a great reference from Kellogg as well as what they've done in their, uh, their, from their experience and perspective. So. Uh, very pleased with uh, the outcome of that. That was a great session. Uh, my takeaway today and, and my session I attended was actually the unconference. So I kind of went non-traditional and decided to go and see the community side of things. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of the whole unconference track. I actually have uh, a session later on this afternoon there. So that was about certification, the, uh, the views in the industry and the importance to industry certification. So it was, it was a really good panel with uh, Mark Brunstad and, and a lot of great community folks. What have you enjoyed most about .next? Just meeting everyone. It's so cool because, you know, five years ago, this product wasn't even on the market, and now we have this huge fan base, and it's our first year, and there are all these people. It's packed. People are sitting on the floors, so that's the best part. Definitely the keynote. I think it was an absolute fantastic keynote. Uh, I learned a lot from it, and it was really, really great that everything was announced in uh, one go, and it was really, really brilliant. Everything's gone fantastic. Uh, it's really been just meeting all the people and doing all of the, uh, basically seeing all the people on the other side of the phone. As a sport engineer, we don't really get to see happy customers very often, so it's, it's always refreshing to get the other side of the phone. What did you think of day one of the show? Well, I really liked the demos. I think um, the keynote was really customer-centric, which uh, I got a lot of positive feedback on. Um, again, the demos were mind-blowing, really good. Uh, you know, it's definitely a happy spirit. I love the uh, culture. I love the environment. Um, I think that the best takeaway for me has just been meeting with the customers, really understanding their use cases and uh, their excitement about the technology, about the solution, and where they're going with it. So I enjoyed getting a mention in the keynote. Uh, <laughs> it's a good old Daraj uh, gave me a mention. Honestly, the keynote is the, it's the only time I've been to a conference and I actually enjoyed the keynote. Normally, I sit at the back. Um, there's a lot of kind of... PR-related stuff that gets announced at these kind of things. Today, uh, everything that was, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of content there, but there was no flag-waving and rah-rah. It was just, this is what we're doing. Everyone seems to be very focused. It was a great keynote, really enjoyed it. Uh, I'd say just the atmosphere of it being a, a very user-centric and focused conference. The location doesn't hurt either. Uh, the location's been great, but and the facilities are wonderful. But the fact that this is a very user-centric and there's been a lot of uh, opportunity to mingle with other peers in uh, the Nutanix world uh, and have access to a lot of uh, the folks at Nutanix. For example, I was really uh, thrilled to talk with Steve Poitras, who wrote the Nutanix Bible, for instance. Um, who, that's been a great resource for our organization. And so to meet those, those sorts of folks and experts in the various niches of how you might leverage Nutanix has been really uh, invaluable. So, one last question. What does an invisible infrastructure mean to you? Well, number one, a buzzword. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I would say it's really infrastructure that you really don't need to care about. Uh, I remember one of the uh, infomercials back in the day just set it and forget it. So basically, invisible infrastructure should be infrastructure that once you deploy it, you basically provision your workloads, and then you don't need to worry about it anymore. Um, plus, you know, 
I just want it to to just work and not have to not have to do anything to do it. Invisible infrastructure to me and our company and our customers, selfishly, is I'm going to be able to do a lot more with a lot less and be able to offer a lot more value to our clients. And selfishly, we're going to be bringing Acropolis into our own private cloud. So invisible infrastructure to me um, means really moving away from having to focus around uh, those responsibilities and roles um, that are kind of what you'd call keep the lights on activities and being more, visib uh, more visibly focused on what the business wants to do and meeting those outcomes so that you can kind of repurpose uh, your staff to think about those types of problems as opposed to just being responsible for what's going on in the day-to-day -day upkeep of keeping an environment up and running. So Nutanix has been a great enabler for us in that regard so far, and uh, it just keeps getting uh, further and further uh, along that road for us, uh, particularly in light of the new announcements coming that's only going to extend. It's just further abstractions. You know, let's take the the knob turning and dials, you know, necessity out of how we manage infrastructure. So I'm, I'm really excited about what it is. It's just, there's a lot of stuff that we do every day and we've done for years, but we, we don't need to do it anymore. And it's, it's pretty cool to see that, that you've got a platform that's, that's delivering a really interesting solution. Well, I really liked the reference that uh, Howard used about uh, the Roomba and the vacuum and how you don't even have to think about it. Because, you know, I talk to so many people on the phone, I'm a sales rep, and they talk about how much work it is and how they have to think about it all the time and worry about something going wrong. So to me, invisible infrastructure is just that thing that you don't have to worry about anymore. It's just kind of in the background. Invisible infrastructure, I, I think really to the point that IT doesn't have to manage the infrastructure. It's really an afterthought. And, and start focusing on the business and what makes the business money and what um, keeps the business operational and leave IT as an afterthought and just let it run by itself. Awesome. Thank you so much. No problem, thank you. Thanks for listening. If you couldn't make it out to .next, don't worry because we have a 100-city roadshow getting ready to kick off. Check out our website for more details. Also follow at Nutanix on Twitter for the latest news and announcements and subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. I'm Angelo Ciani. See you next time.